0: Ashe, beautiful souls, I, I'm so excited to be here. You know, I woke up, it's like 4.24 in the morning, and I was like, do a podcast, do a podcast. And uh, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm up, I can't sleep. So I was like, you know what, maybe my tribe is up, I don't know. And I just want to do a check-in, but I also want to talk about something that's on my my mind, and maybe you can relate. But first, how are you? How have you been? How How are you doing? How is your mental? Summer is definitely about to come. I feel like it's already here. I don't know if they acknowledged it, but my skin and the sun, we had a conversation and summer's here. <laughs> so um, I hope that you're feeling all the phases, the ups and the downs of who you are. And acknowledging that it's okay to feel every part of you, right? Um, the topic of discussion today deals with the people you attract. And the reason why that topic is on my mind is because I was thinking about the men that I attract. Now, I know that a lot of things deal with trauma. A lot of things deal with how we were raised. A lot of our actions and decisions deal with what we've dealt with in life. And usually this is how we express ourselves through the subconscious actions, right? Through ego, through all of that. But I had a moment where I really was able to analyze the people that I attract, mainly the men. And it was so interesting because I became really aware really quickly that there's a pattern. There is this pattern with me and men where... I attract a certain type of man. Usually there's, if I could put them in two categories, it's, it's mainly two types of men. It's usually the ones who are overly sexual with me, who they see me and they're very lusty, lustful. Um, they wake up my lust, very sexual, very sensual. Or the one who is emotionally unavailable. Where it's like, I'm the one who's usually like into them heavy and they're like somewhat into me. Or they're more balanced and I'm more like, hey, hey, let's do this. And those are the main type of guys that I meet. Now, yeah, I've met some guys who really like me for me. Yes, I've even dated one. But if I could break it down into two categories, I attract men who are emotionally unavailable and men who are overly sexual with me. And I started thinking because... What's going on in my mind is I want to really get down to the bottom of certain things because I really do believe that the idea of breaking generational curses is so appealing to me and it's something that I didn't ask to do but I feel like it's on my shoulders to do and I take that task serious and I take it more serious now than I've ever taken it before because I see the reality of the decisions that can keep playing out if I don't make a decision now. If I if I keep entertaining my poor habits and my poor patterns, I can see how my children will be affected. So I take it serious when it's time to do the work. And that's why now I realize like, "Oh, oh, that's something that I attract." Now, the men who are emotionally unavailable, I attract them due to my father, right? I attract them due to my brother. And I can say this now because it's my healing now. And the reality is when I was growing up, my dad was not Team Shayla. My dad wasn't like, I'm daddy's little girl. I didn't have that relationship. I felt like I was always in an energy of like, I didn't, I wasn't enough. I just always felt unappreciated, unloved, uncared for. And I started to want to fight for my father's attention and I wanted to fight for his love. I wanted to fight for his approval. Now, I didn't physically fight and I didn't mentally fight and I didn't even verbally fight because he wasn't around for me to express myself the way that I needed to. Right. So then I started to fight to be heard. And I noticed like the fighting just kept going and it was kind of like a task, like you will love me. And I didn't know that that was fill. You know that I didn't know that that was building the foundation for seeking approval from un uh, unavailably, What is it? Unavailable emotional men, or is it emotionally unavailable men? There we go. I didn't know that that was creating the foundation for me attracting emotionally unavailable men. Help me, out, spirit. There we go. And. I, you know, when I realized, like, you know what, my dad just doesn't want me. He doesn't love me. And I got to accept that. I started to breathe a little bit easier because I stopped expecting him to one day magically choose me. But what I didn't anticipate was the scar tissue that comes from realizing the person who helped get you here is the same person who doesn't want you. There's scar tissue there. So the scar tissue developed into... Seeking the approval from men who did not want me. Looking at it as this is a task that I can win. If I can win more men who do not want me, then I'm closer to winning my dad over. Ooh. Hmm. Listen to that. And that was my truth. And that was something that I had to accept. And even hearing it now, it's still breaking down the scar tissue of, I've really been kicking against the waves. I've been going against the grain trying to get these men to want me because I've been going so hard for my dad to want me. And my dad isn't physically here anymore. Physically, he is not on this earth. And yet I am still, he's still being reincarnated through these men that I am dealing with. Because I'm still fighting for them to choose me after they've dropped me, after they've let it be known I'm not interested, after they've let it be be known that they don't want me or there's something better out there for them or we're just not compatible. I am still itching for them to want me. And I really did not understand that I was doing that until I really had to understand I was doing that. And then I realized like, oh shit, like this has kind of rolled over into my relationship with my brother. Him being so free with his energy with other people and giving other women all this attention, I wanted attention from him because he represented my dad and I didn't get it from him. So it started to really break me down that I have to fight for the attention from men. It doesn't come easy. And that was my mind. That was my mindset. That was my mental... That was how I broke it down for me that I have to fight extra hard to get a man to love me and get a man to appreciate me. Because it doesn't come easy. It didn't come easy with my brother. It didn't come easy with my dad. It just, it didn't come easy. It felt like it was a tug for me. So when I started really looking at the men that I've dated and the men that I've given my attention to, I felt like I always had to fight. There was probably one person that I dealt with where I didn't have to fight. But I also didn't choose them the way that they chose me. And then when I started to choose them, it was too late. And that's another topic. And then there was the other energy of the guys who were really lustful for me. And that reality came to me when I started noticing I got a shape on me. Got a body. I'm cute, beautiful personality. Men are attracted to that. And I started to realize, oh, I could fight in a different way. I could use my body, my sexual energy to attract what I want. I started to confuse lust with real liking and real uh, connection. I started to confuse a man saying he loves my ass or he likes my body or he wants to do something sexually explicit to me. In a way, I started to realize like, oh, he must like me. And I had to learn quickly, like, oh, no, that's not that. (laughs) Oh, no. But I didn't have to fight anymore. So it kind of shifted for me. It was like, yeah, I don't have to fight anymore. But am I really getting what I'm looking for or is it superficial? Am I really receiving what I am asking for or is this? Is this just another way? of me seeking something that I'm not receiving see I I've seen myself or I've seen women let me, let me put it like this I've seen women use their sexual energy to get what they want and to me there's nothing wrong with it if you're using it in a healthy way but I felt for me it was kind of like if you can't accept me for me I know you accept me for how I look I know that you'll want to do things to me sexually and in that moment I can imagine That while you're pleasing me sexually, you're pleasing me spiritually and emotionally, which is the worst thing to do because you're 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 it was like I was confusing what actually is happening, which is we're having sex. You want something from me versus you want all of me. Right. And I really had to ask myself, why am I attracting these type of men? I know that I bring a lot to the table. I know that I am amazing. I know that I'm beautiful. But then spirit, as I was, as I was pouring out my, my truth to me, spirit hit me right back with a question. Do you really believe that? Do I really believe that I'm worthy of something serious? And what does something serious generally look like? What does it really feel like? And I want you to ask yourself, what kind of men, to my queens, and, and I want you to really like sit with it. What kind of men do you attract? Like, do you attract the ones who are players? But there's something about that that you like. Are you attracting the abusers? And they don't have to be physical. It could be mental, financial, spiritual abusers. Are you attracting the ones who just want to fuck you and leave you? Are you like, what kind of people are you attracting? Because I I had to really get honest and say, I keep dating my dad. And I know that sounds nasty to some people, but the reality was I was dating him in the energies of, I didn't lay him to rest. I would say so many times, oh, I forgave my dad. I forgave my dad. But then I would see myself fighting for a man's approval. So did I really forgive my dad? Because if I really forgave him, then I would have let all of him go. Him not wanting me, I would have accepted it and then realized, okay, that's not what I want. I want a man who wants me. So I'm not going to be excited by an emotionally unavailable man anymore. It's not cute. It's toxic. Toxic is not attractive. And that's one thing I had to realize. We live in a society where it seems that toxic is attractive because you know what comes with toxic amazing sex can we say it the best sex feels like it comes from the craziest people daddy issues mommy issues mentally fucked up no time for you but the sex is great and i was watching something on instagram where this woman talked about As a woman, you never let them, you don't let all these spirits hit your bottom of your womb. You don't have them all making you scream their name and have you saying this is yours and this is that and whatever, whatever. Because that is a connection, that is an exchange of spirits that you're doing in that moment. Not everybody needs that. Because now you're just floating with all these people. They all have a piece of you. And then now you got to do spiritual work to get all those pieces back because you done gave all those pieces of you to other people who did not know how to take care of it. And my reality is, I have given myself to people who did not know how to take care of me, not because they generally didn't know how to, but because I generally didn't know how to. Therefore, I attracted what I thought I deserved. A lot of us attract these type of energies because there's a part of us that genuinely, realistically, honestly believe we don't deserve what we actually think we deserve. There's somebody out here, out there listening right now saying, I really want a good partner who's really going to hold me down, who's really going to help me elevate, help me tap into the parts of me that I've never even imagined, who's going to help me feel free and love and not not soothe my pain but help me address it and then we love on it together and we grow right but there's this sub, there's this underlying thought where it's like they don't even believe that shit they don't believe that they really can get it so they settle and once you get into the vibration of settling that's when you attract those other uh energies of they're going to feed that part of you that believes that you're not even deserving So, yeah, I could say that I know I deserve an amazing man. But is there any parts of me that may not believe that in its authenticity? Because if there's any parts of me that don't believe that in its authenticity, then I can't be that upset when I keep attracting the same emotionally unavailable man or the men who still just want to see me as a fuck. I can't get mad. That's when spirit asks, where do my standards lie within my own self? Where do your standards lie within your own self? Where do you draw the line where you say, you know what? You look damn good, sir, miss, but I'm going to choose me today. Yeah, I've been through this with you many times and the sex was so good, but you... You kept playing with my emotions and my emotions matter more than me getting a nut off. I'm going to have to tap out right here. When do you say, fuck that, I choose me. No matter how uncomfortable, how hard, when? And it's so funny because the moment you do that, you realize it could be done. And it could have been done years ago. And you don't want to dwell into, oh, it could have been done years ago. You want to acknowledge it can be done and I'm going to do it now and I'm going to continue to do it moving forward. There was this girl that I met and uh, this woman, actually, and she let me know. She gave me this kind of this mantra where it's like you can do hard things. You can do hard things until they're no longer hard things. They're just things that you've done. And I hold that mantra dear to my heart because... It's not easy choosing you. And I know somebody is like, what you mean it's not easy choosing you? Heard me, heard me clearly. It's not easy choosing you when you don't know how to choose you. And you don't have the tools on how to choose you authentically with love. with Without questioning if it's the right thing to do for me i've learned that it's always easy for me to choose other people to make other people feel okay to please other people to to create a safe space for other people but once it's time for me to do the real work on choosing and healing myself that's when shit gets real because what happens is i have to now sit down look myself in the mirror like feel all of me and honestly go deep with me holding my own hand and when you hold your own hand that means that you have to trust yourself and trusting yourself isn't easy definitely when you look back at the decisions you've made and you're like damn I made those decisions how do I trust me now when I've made poor decisions that led to horrible horrible you know outcomes in this moment It is important to acknowledge that a lot of us have been called to break generational curses. Walking into the age of Aquarius, realizing that this world is is really intense. Knowing that we're all different, we're, we're all vibing at different levels in life. We're all representations of each other. It is imperative to understand, to understand, and to overstand, that it, the work really has to be done. And even if you need a team to help you, reach out. But once you become aware that it, it is you that your ancestors were waiting for, it was, it's you that has to bear that cross, it's you who has to go through the work to break those generational curses, it's not a game anymore. You have to really take a time out and say, all right, I accept this challenge. So bring me the mentors. Bring me the spiritual energy. Bring me the strength. Bring me the accountability. Bring me the things that are going to make me so uncomfortable. But in the long term, it's going to break these curses. So I send you the love and the care that When you attract these people, look at what parts of you are attracting them. Because healing deals with accountability. It's not like, oh, I attract these type of people because they just want something from me. No, it's there's something in me that I am, I'm pulsating. Whether I see it or not, it's being pulsated to the dark or the wrong spirits. And they're attracted to it. So what do I need to adjust in me? Do the work and, and I promise as you do the work, you'll see, oh shit, you'll have those aha moments and there's nothing like a good aha moment. I send you love and peace. Ashe.